Thanks for listening to Ace on the House on Podcast One. Well, we get into trim repair. I have an ingenious door fix. We talk uh, electrical. Stromer's got the COVID over there. Yes! Rough! It's quite quite a uh, grab bag of topics in this show, so we'll get into all that. First, there's Geico. Would you love to save some money on your insurance? Of course you would. And who doesn't love a deal? When it comes to great rates on insurance for everything, Geico can help. Insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, RV, even your homeowners, condo, or renter's insurance. They are all covered with GEICO. Save even more with special discounts when you bundle coverages together. Plus, they have an easy-to-use GEICO mobile app and 24-7 roadside assistance. So it's easy to switch to GEICO. It's a no-brainer. Switch today and see just how much you could save at GEICO.com. Go there and get a rate quote, or contact a local agent. Hey guys, Jay Cutler. Started a new podcast called Uncut with Jay Cutler. Most of you know me from the NFL. Some of you have seen me on Instagram. And some of you know me from the reality TV world. Each week I'm taking you along with me as we discuss football, turning topics, and whatever's going on in my life each week. I'm bringing along people that are special in my life. Former teammates, friends, and some new people that I like and respect. That's what you're supposed to do, right? Podcasting? I think I'm doing this right. Can't wait to get started with you. Go subscribe now. Uncut with Jay Cutler. Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, and Spotify. Or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Corolla Digital. Master Carpenter, who's here to help you out? If you can't fix it, then let A show you how. Ace on the house. Ace on the house. Ace on the house. Yeah, get it on. Got to get on a choice. We're going to mend it. Get it on and get welcome. It. On. to ace on the house that's stromer stromer's at homer because uh he's got the covid right not not just me my friend oh no three other family members the only one that avoided the covid mrs stromer why because she's got fucking immune system like crazy is this, we all succumb to the disease is this your first dance with covid this might this is my first dance, and I, I will say it's very mild. I almost have no symptoms, but, you know, I remember last week I told you we threw this big 50-person party. No. I didn't yeah, hear his son, my son had, he was my, having people over, and son, then, like, 60 people showed up. Oh, oh you're, yeah. yeah, you didn't throw a 50-person party. Yeah, your son, not me. No, my yeah. kid. Yeah. So, yeah, my so daughter just, just did that. They do, yeah, we're having a couple of friends over, and then you come yeah. home from dinner, and there's 80 kids walking around in your backyard. Well, and then there are a couple of guests that didn't leave. It's the COVID. Mm, they they embedded themselves in our lungs. Yeah. <laughs> so you think that's where you had a super spreader event? I did. I, I actually threw a super spreader event with liquor. Mm. And apparently two people had sex on the beautiful bed that I made out in the yard. So now it's been <laughs> defiled by teenagers. Can't take it. 
Jesus you know, that's Christ. beautiful sombrella. It's sombrella fabric, navy and pristine. And now it's got teenage jizz all over it. <laughs> oh, man. The trials and the tribulations of a semi-stay-home dad. Uh, yeah, you try to be the cool dad. You try to be their friend. And they fucking yeah. stab you in the back. Jizz on your fucking sombrella. <laughs> That's how they pay you back. Sombrella jizz. Exactly. <laughs> Sounds like a Latin female rapper. Sombrella jizz. It's taken to the main stage at the uh, MTV Awards. <laughs> he followed Post Malone. He's awesome. Now it's a woman. It's because it, oh, it ends with the A. No, but we can't tell you what it is. It's All a right. they. It should end That's with right. an X. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Latinx. Sombrellex. Sombrellex jizz. Now coming jizz to the X. second stage at the Lilith Fair. That's right. it. So uh, Stromer's been tested but feels good but is still positive. Yeah. Yeah. Take a look at my look at my armbands. They've been drawing blood. They've and been drawing uh, it. Yeah. So you're sequestered. You can't go to the job site. <laughs> No, I can't. So I'm not. I'm not doing anything but this this fine pod, which is my my uh, go to excitement for the week. God, I, I love it. Are you kidding me? How long? What's the deal? You're down for a while, and then they retest, or what's the plan? Well, apparently, so I did. I did those home tests, and my son Dusty's came up like bing, bright red, and then mine sort of was really faint, right? Mm-hmm. And they say that the super faint line is also a positive. So then the next couple of two days after that, I did it again. Same thing Then I went in today and the doctor said to me that this particular strain comes on easy, but finishes hard. So it's a good thing to go in early and get it. You know, I got an IV drip of vitamin C they pumped into my body. And then there's some antiviral stuff you can do now. Paclovix or something it's called, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm do that. Um, all right, so you're on the mend, I guess, but I don't even know if you're even broken, but we'll see how what we'll see. course this thing takes. All right, uh, Gary, let's see. I got no signal on the top screen, Gary. Very fun. We will make sure that that gets fixed right now. We're going to have some phone calls in a moment, but I think in the meantime, we should probably start with a video question. What do you guys think? Vid question. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay, so this one. By the way, by the way, Gary, Gary, before you proceed, I've never seen the new set from this perspective. Adam, you look like you're on like a uh, you're hosting the cable news. It's in Canada or something. It's fantastic. Wow, Summer, you're also getting the one shot. I mean, it's different when we have a, a bigger show in studio. We do a wider shot, but you're on the tight. You're tight on Adam's face. Right. HD shot. So uh, listen, you're, you're I, I I don't think I've I've never seen anything so so fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. All right, what do you got, Gary? Apparently a broken TV in the studio, but we're going to work on that. So in the meantime, you're not going to have your screen. Um, We will figure something out, though. In the meantime, I do have a video question here, and this is from Larry in Orange County asking about his shower. Ace Ace Stromer. Stromer. Hold on a second. We have an issue there. Looks like he has one of those prefab pans. In a yep. shower. All right, we yes, figured out a problem there, so I'm going to start this video over. Sorry about that, gentlemen. Here we go. Ace Stromer. Hi, guy. Hi, guy. Got this bathroom here in my house. It was built in the 60s. Uh, when I bought it, it was a flip, and they remodeled it pretty quickly. 
seemed to cut corners everywhere they could. And this, uh, this shower in particular is one of the things that I think they put in. Everything's been fine so far, but I've since noticed that when I have the water pointed all the way up, which I often do because I'm kind of a tall guy, it'll hit kind of at the bottom of the glass down here. And I don't know if you can really see, but there's a weird little hole right there. And then over here in the corner, it doesn't look great. But what I've noticed is that if the water is hitting just right, it starts to leak out of this thing here. It starts to leak onto the floor and obviously it's doing some damage to whatever this trim piece is. So thoughts on A, a quick fix. B, what would I do to get rid of this thing and replace it? I'm, uh, I'm not exactly a handy guy. I do most of my work on computers, but I love the show and especially production. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I was going to say, it sounded like Gary. No, it's Larry. <laughs> Larry. Um, well, she has to make fun of me, so it's Larry. All he right. Doppelganger. So uh, there's a hole in the aluminum trim at the bottom of the back of the shower. The hole looks pretty intentional, so... That's what I've always thought. It's like and that's been wheat. there since day one, so I never really gave it much thought because it it does look like maybe someone shot some silicone or something in there, or, or I mean, there's there's something. Who would just pop a hole, you know, in the bottom inside side of the shower and just sort of leave it? So there's sometimes they have weep holes. I don't know that that's a weep hole, but it seems like if the water hit the back glass and then went down and then went into the you channel at the bottom that that hole was there to weep out of. It's all the way down at the bottom. It, uh, I Stromer, I don't know what you think. It looks like a weep yeah, hole I, to me. I feel like I feel like it's it's one of those situations where you gotta let, have Larry let this shower dry thoroughly, and then just literally silicone the shit out of every single seam, glass to aluminum track aluminum track to shower pan and do that and you'll be fine for another couple of years but the but the yes. whatever if it if it's an intentional weep hole or an accidental drill through regardless unless you replace it the only fix is is silicone yeah so larry needs to let everything dry out and silicone the shit only out of the inside of Correct. this shower stall. And uh, that includes, yeah, glass to the track and then track to the pan and track to the wall and track to the other track on the outside corner. Just silicone the shit, clear silicone, obviously, the shit yeah. out of everything on the inside. Now, the hole, which is about a quarter inch, could be siliconed as well. Yeah, I would do that. I, also, I, filled, I just pack it, you know? You could pack it. They have um, aluminum metal tape. Um, one could... What I might do, Larry, is I might take a block and block sand the outside of the hole. The hole looks like it maybe has a burr or something on it. Could have been... You know, when you pull the drill bit out, sometimes it mushrooms out a little bit. I would take one of those pre-sponge 60-grit, 80-grit sanding blocks, and I would just make sure that there was no burrs or anything outside of that bottom hole. Then, I 
think I would take a piece of aluminum tape, like ducting tape, like metal tape. I think it's aluminum. And I would just use regular scissors. And I think I would cut a little Chiquita banana ripe sticker size circle or or football shape out of that. And I would put it over the hole. And then I think I would silicone over the top of that little that little sticker as well. It'll look better, but yeah, that's right. I think it'll work better. I think, I think, uh, Larry, if you took metal tape and you cut a dime size circular sticker out of the metal tape and placed it over the top of that hole and got the edges down real good and then just sort of skimmed over the whole thing with a little clear silicone. Yeah. I think that would work. That's what I was hoping you guys were going to say because I don't really want to get into this, but I'm also very tired of standing directly under my shower head like a yeah. freaking idiot. And then the outside, obviously you got to pop up that base and clean it up and get some new base yeah repaint it yeah repaint it but yeah i I don't know if that base is shot because probably all it's probably all rotten yeah i think it is i mean it it doesn't especially the part on the edge there where it's coming up on the corner i mean that it definitely looks like before it got to a point where it was leaking onto the floor and i noticed it it was kind of seeping through there and doing some damage you know that i could that wasn't apparent yeah, Larry, Larry, the forensics on the shower do lead me to believe it's a, a brand new installation because no one did the stack three by six with, you know, square joints until about seven years ago. Yeah, I, I absolutely believe it was a brand new installation. I don't even think that the bathroom was was that format. I've seen other homes in the neighborhood that are of that ilk from that haven't been remodeled. So these guys, yeah. you know, like I said, when they did the flip, they just they they cut corners at every chance. They didn't do any primer, so the paint's all there, which is great when your three year old puts a sticker on the wall because then all the paint comes off. So you have these giant splotches. It looks like your house has alopecia or something. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Yeah, and yes, it was definitely a more modern tile configuration. So, yeah. All right, we got calls up there. First, let me tell you about Master Spas. Considering a backyard makeover, wish you had room for a pool. Well, now you do with Michael Phelps Swim Spa by Master Spas. Combines the benefits of a pool with the therapy of a hot tub. Has a water current so you can swim. You can do aquatic exercises, have fun with the kids. Comes in a variety of sizes to complement almost any yard, even a small backyard. And since it's heated, you can use it year-round in just about any climate. 100% made in the USA by Master Spas. It's the world's largest swim spa manufacturer. You will love your Michael Phelps Swim Spa by Master Spas. So enjoy with Master Spas, right, Larry? <laughs> That's absolutely right. <laughs> Go to masterspas.com and put in the promo code ACE to save $1,000 on a Michael Phelps swim spa or $500 on a master spa hot tub. That's masterspas.com, promo code ACE. And I know Stromer was in the market for one of these until uh, until the incident with the uh, with the bed he had out there. I think maybe now he's not That's so right. it. No more fornication. Not here. All right, someone's having issues with a gas line to his jacuzzi. And um, got another guy wanting a question about a remod, but let's start with uh, 
oh God, if, if, I don't know what the name of that is, Euphratio. Uh, 52, Moreno I, Valley. I, I, go ahead. How do we say your name? Euphratio. Oh, I think I got that right. You got like you and then, okay, anyways, but yeah, next year for me, I have an issue with the gas line. Um, it was, uh, this house was built in 1989. Uh, it's my mother's house. I stay at the 15th and I have a jacuzzi mm-hmm. underneath the gazebo. I don't know if you recall sending me, sending you this picture of it, but uh, there was a smell of gas on the side of the house. My neighbor's concerned, so we called the gas company, and there's a leak coming from the uh the line that connects from the meter, which is about 180 feet from the side of the house, goes all the way to the backyard, and I need to replace it. Um, I know it's supposed to be three feet, and I don't know, should I just start a new trench or tear up the whole sidewalk and then re-put it in? Because it's pretty old. It, it, it needs to be all replaced, and the guy said it was uh, harbor freight uh, quality uh, piping, and I guess they get cut corners <laughs> with, with the construction. Um, Poor harbor freight. They don't even sell piping. <laughs> Yeah, I know. That's no. what he said. He made some comments. The guy just kind of bursted like, well, whatever, you know. But, yeah, this guy's got rot and corrosion. And it's by the meter, but I don't know if the whole line is damaged. Yeah. And, you know, I, I really don't have a whole lot of time. And my mom's in a fixed income and stuff. And, you know, I'm trying to, you know, manifest my freaking goals in life and stuff. But um, what's the best uh, way to go about this? Get a, You know, I have a friend that does concrete cutting and stuff. And, yeah. and how much is it going to cost? Well, he said a three-foot trench. That's pretty deep. Is that what the guy well, said? How deep? How deep? Well, well, I don't know what the legal limit is for, no, for easements and stuff. How, how, how far deep you go underneath? I I don't know what the code is. Three foot feels deep for a gas line. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Okay. Because I guess it's called gas company or something to make sure that you're not you know tapping. But it's shut off right now. It's got the Lego sign and everything. So and it was repainting the meter. So I thought maybe you know maybe you can like you know. Give me some kind of tip on how to go about doing this or well, come out, help me out or whatever. Yeah, I'll come out. <laughs> to, uh, all right. You say you have to do some wet sawing on uh, uh, some sidewalk. Yeah, I mean, if I could probably bypass it if I go along the uh, the the, uh, the planter along the side of the fence, but I don't know if I, if I can encroach onto his uh my neighbor's property line. I can be uh, what a foot or two, like close to it, or should it be? I don't because know. That would be the easiest way to do it. Yeah, uh, I can tell you, Frazio. I can tell you that you can be a foot and a half, two feet in from the lot line on your side, about sixteen inches down. So you could saw cut across the sidewalk only, and then retrench. And just leave the line in the ground, the old dead line, and then reconnect it on the other end, right? Yeah. So that you don't yeah, have that's to what get I'm thinking of doing. Yeah, so I have to run. sit there and try to, yeah. you know, fish it out and then re- re-put a line. It would be kind of stupid. So, I mean, that would be yeah. work, hard, work smarter, I, not harder. I, I, would, you know? I, would, I would call the gas company and they'll spot where the line is now and, and then they'll give you the indication of exactly what's okay. Or you go to Department of Building and Safety and make sure – you can be a foot or two in from the lot line. You can in my city and where I live. So double check where you are. I don't. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what? that the gas company is going to let you kind of free ball this one. I feel like someone's going to want a permit and an inspection and make sure you're bearing, you know, you're using variable uh, gas line and it's the right. depth is right and the distances. <laughs> but I mean, but right. I mean, that's not that's not a horrible permit though. If you're going to do that, they're pretty good. Yeah, 
Does your city have you know permits I mean? for doing that in your in your town? Where you have to get a permit to do it? Because there's a gas line, and but you do have to. They told me I, that could could the, could you guys like you know do the install? They said no, you got to get some contractor to do it. And but you didn't say anything about no permit or whatever. But that's a, that's yeah. another thing I'd have to hit with the I, city. You know, that's, that's I my my feeling is that the city and the gas company is not going to let the homeowner just kind of do his own no. thing here. They're going to want no. some somebody who's who's bonded and licensed and pulls a permit and an inspection and all that. That's my suspicion. So I would check and, into that. And by the way, Euphrasio, it's a great idea because. And notice that I'm saying it's a great idea, question mark, regardless of if you like, do you love your mom or do we want to see her blow up? Yes. All right. We got uh, <laughs> Spencer's remodeling a kitchen. Was using wants to know about concrete countertops. I haven't really seen those in a while. Let's see. Talk to uh, Spencer, 30 Arkansas. Spencer. Hey, Stromer, what's going on, guys? Yeah, guys. Yeah. What's going on? So I just bought a house built in 74, and it's got some beautifully stained-up white Formica countertops in it. And wow. I'm fairly handy, and I've seen a lot on the Internet people doing kind of either pour-in-place or, or build forms and, and build some concrete countertops, and I wanted to know what you guys thought about that. I'm not, you know, is that a good I, yeah. idea or, or what? I'll, t- I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why I'm not a fan. They look great, but they 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 wear awful. They'll, if you cut on it accidentally or you spill and you don't have sealer up to date, it stains and it scratches easy. It looks great, but if you don't want it to, if you want it pristine forever, don't do it. Um, I'm not a fan either. I think I can already see the spider cracks. It just feels like it's a lot of labor. You know, they have Caesar stone out there. It's beautiful. It's durable. It's wonderful. You can get any color in the rainbow. I, I just feel like I would go with Caesar stone or some other prefab countertop, much easier to install. It, you know, if you want to compromise, you know, maybe you can install the Caesar stone, although that takes a little bit of work and some specialty tools and things of that nature. But as cool as some of the vids might look on the internet, I would I'm with Stromer. I, I would str- stray away from the concrete countertop. Well, hey, that's why I called the experts. Yeah, I you just, know what, I just you know what else you, you you know what else you could do if you want to do it yourself. And I know Adam's going to hate this, but butcher block. It's terrible around the water, obviously. Yeah. But as far as a countertop goes, you can buy those pre-made and you know, at a big box store and throw them in easy and they look great, but you got to upkeep them. Well, you know, in terms of installing it myself, obviously the butcher blocks, the easiest install, because you can do it with a circular saw. Things are already going to be, you know, pre bullnosed. Um, I don't know if they do it this way, but if I was doing a butcher block countertop, when I came to a 90 corner, I would definitely biscuit the shit out of that. I'm, I'm assuming they do biscuit plate joint those corners, right, Stromer? I mean, it seems like they, they have to. You, you, they don't unless you do. So, yes, I would. I would. Okay. I 100%. would. 100%. I would get a biscuit joiner and do or, that. Or what, an, 
another thing I did on those corners is I got a, a they sell island sizes and I was able to cut a right angle return on the island and then make the seam further down the counter so it wasn't as stress pointy you know yeah you can do the butcher block and you can buy the blanks and you can measure them and you can cut them um keep in mind I mean you're going to want to be doing some scribing on that back yeah. wall, everything's not going to be 90 and perfectly plumb and level and, and everything. And you right. can cover up for the back wall with the backsplash and buy yourself a little space. But it's a thing. I make a template. You know, yeah. if you're going buy this yourself, get some Luan or do whatever they do with the hot glue and the strips of Luan and make yourself a, yeah. a te- definitely right. make a template. And if you can right. blow out the drywall, the give yourself five eighths or, you know, three quarters of an inch of clearance to, to like Adam's point, you know, compensate for an irregular right angle where you're going to get screwed on the long run of the counter. Mm-hmm. Do that. So that yeah. you've got some wiggle room. Yeah. All right. Let me tell you about uh, Roman guys want to feel a little more confident and prioritize, prioritize your uh, health and well being. start with testosterone health. Testosterone affects your uh, libido, your bone mass, blood health, and more. Start with Roman's testosterone support supplement. Testosterone starts to deplete with age. It's important to support it very early. Roman T-Support is a proprietary supplement formulated by Roman's in-house doctors, a blend of six nutrients, including ashwagandha, magnesium, vitamin D3, and zinc. Roman offers flexible monthly plans with free two-day delivery. It's Roman, right, Gary? That's right. Roman T-Support is not testosterone replacement therapy, also known as TRT, and it is not meant to treat people with testosterone deficiency syndrome. Go to GetRoman.com slash ACE today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of Roman T-Support. That's GetRoman.com slash ACE. GetRoman.com slash ACE. All right. Uh, Let's see. We'll take a quick break. Back with more of your questions right after this. JB Weld, today's podcast brought to you by JB Weld, the world's strongest bond. The brand DIYers and pros have trusted for over 50 years. Keep it in your kitchen drawer, toolbox, garage. Keep it everywhere. It's available at jbweld.com, Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, AutoZone, Advanced Auto Parts, O'Reilly, Amazon, Michaels, and more. Proudly made in the USA. All right, let's see. We'll go to line one, Michael. From Charlotte, twenty-eight, Michael. Miho. Miho. What's going What's up, on, guys? Uh, so I am remodeling a house that my wife and I bought as a rental, mm-hmm. um, and we're doing pretty much everything from the top to the bottom. We've replaced like twenty-four floor joists, seventy-foot of bandsill, drop over, all that stuff. And we're onto the electrical, um, and it's a mix of like Romex. Uh, newer wire and some older stuff. And I've got a quote for right around $9,000 to totally redo the electrical system from top to bottom. But my electrician said, we could also go a cheaper route and pull the permits, bring everything up to code without rewiring it, uh, fixing all the switches, putting all the, pro- uh, all the appropriate GFCI breakers in. 
um, to give everything the ground it needs for like three, three grand ish. And I was just curious what your opinion on it was. Since I have everything open, should I spend twice the money just to have everything new? Or should I just do everything I need to do to bring it up to date and not replace all the wiring? Uh, it's a rental house. You're not going to live there. That's correct. Yeah, I'm kind of torn because it's a rental house. You're not going to live there. On the other hand, man, when those walls are opened up, now's the time, you know, right? to really get yeah, in and all And also three grand sounds like a really good price for new and GFIs. And, you know, like that's important so that you don't get sued as a renter, as a homeowner that's renting. Like I would, I would do it if you can, if you got the bank, go for it. The nine. So you would do the three grand one or the nine grand one? Yeah, I would do. Well, what's the, oh, the nine is everything new with GFCIs? Yeah. Well, no, the that nine is all that new sounds... wiring. And the three <clears throat> is fixing the splices where some homeowner has made some shitty yeah, splices. Yeah, yeah, but the, but the nine includes breakers the, nine, the nine includes the GFCIs and all that? The, the, the nine and the three includes the yeah, GFCIs. Yeah. Both of them include Yeah, the so... I, I, well, is it cloth wire? No, it's Romex and God knows what else. Oh, then I, I don't know. I would do, I would do if I didn't realize that I didn't hear the nine. Sorry. I would do the three and call it a day. I, I look, I would, it's a rental. Look, if you were living there, I would say go with the nine that the walls are open. I would say as long as everything is safe and everything's inspected and everything will work, then go ahead and close the walls up and, you know, make sure and put the uh, protective plates on, you know, where it passes through the studs and no one puts a drywall screw through it and shorts something out or whatever. As long as everything is kosher and dill, go ahead and close it up. And uh, then I'll pay the three grand to, you know, retrofit all the outlets and everything. And I'll, I'll do you, a middle ground thing, which is if there is some part that looks like a weak link or bad box or, or something that's, you know, Jerry rigged, I'll, I'll pay you 500 bucks to clean that up and then we can close yeah. up the walls. And then the other, que- the other thing too, is in the future, would there ever be the need for another circuit? Like if you wanted to do an addition or add, you know, some big watt sucker, an electric car, uh, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And if that's the case, then throw in another circuit and and still stay under nine grand to get the circuit buried there if you ever need it down the road. That's what I would do. Yeah, the electrician's a good friend of mine, so he's uh, he's we've got plenty of room for an extra circuit if need be, um, and. He's, I feel like he's taking pretty good care of me. And it's a little two-bedroom, one-bathroom house that's sitting on like a postage stamp. I mean, there will never be a, a reason to do an addition or anything, at least while I own it. Well, then spend the three and then take the four and buy Adam and I a fur, a fur hat. How's that? <laughs> yeah, I need another fur hat. <laughs> Just one or two. Are y'all going to share it? Or? No, we need no, we'll two. Share it. We'll share it. Oh, well, you, okay. you got COVID. I don't want that COVID uh, all right, rental let's get fur to, hat. Let's get to Because <laughs> with summer right around the corner, you want to yeah, get those fur right. hats. All right. Thanks, Michael. Yeah, that guy, uh, the electrician definitely sounded like a friend because um, the both prices seem pretty reasonable 
for an electrician. Did, yeah. yeah, those could be yeah. Charlotte prices. All right, Gary, yeah. we got an email. Yeah, absolutely we do, boss. Let's see here. Uh, we got an email from Matt. I'm going to put his picture up here, and then I'll read it to you. I want to replace my front door with a solid core door, but it's not a standard door opening. As you can see in the pictures, on the outside, it looks like a standard set of freedom doors, but on the inside, you can see that the right side is a fake. On the other side is a closet with the access to the crawl space under the house. I can tell the opening isn't framed for a single door since the strike side of the jam is under 3.5 inches, so I can't just go buy a pre-hung door. Am I looking at a custom door here? I'm not opposed to that, but I don't want to spend a ton. I'd also like to hear what you would do to make it look nice from the outside. I like the look of a door with a window in it, but I think it might look weird with the fake door next to it. Thanks for reading. Hopefully you can help me out. Matt. I'm not sure what I'm looking at. Gary's better at that. Um, I'm looking at French double-hung doors, but I'm being told one of them is not operable. Yeah, the I one guess. on the right. I don't know why it's not operable. It seems to be regular size. I don't know why it's not hinged or operable, but all right, it's it's a blank. And he wants to... And I'm looking at other pictures here that are confusing me to the right and the left. But He's just showing the strike side of his jam. It's just the uh, way okay. that I had to arrange them all into one photo that looks a little cattywampus. Yeah. But you're yeah, looking yeah. at three separate photos with kind of some gray in between them. So is his question is he wants to... He wants he, a solid core door, which he does not have now. And then he's trying to figure out what to do with the blank as well. I don't know what his overall width of his opening is. Does that look like five feet to you, Stromer? I can't see it, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Oh, it's you a, will be able to in a second, a, Stromer. I'm it's sorry. A double hung door. That's all right. Uh, five feet. Oh, okay. And he wants some light. Um, here, here's the way. Here's the way to do this opening correctly. Um, this blank door that's nailed to the jam versus swung on a hinge you know that's a no-fly zone i'm I, I don't know this seems like a bad idea maybe i get the aesthetic of it here's what i would do with this opening is this his front door gary i yes, guess sir. all right look everyone who wants to save a nickel um don't save it on your front door entry door doors blank door whatever don't save it on that and don't save it on your garage door between the front door and the garage door it's 43 percent of your curb appeal you know what i mean that's the that's the face of your house if you're gonna if you're gonna spend do it there and you're gonna use the shit out of it and you're gonna be frustrated if you don't here's what i would do and you can thank me later. I would have a custom door made, which would consist of a three-foot front door, um, could possibly be bigger, could even be 42 inches, but I'd say three-footer, maybe a 42-incher. I would put single lights on both sides. So let's just say this opening is five foot all in, blow it all out. You got five foot, right? Put a three foot door in the middle 
center it, and a one-foot light on the right and the left. So now the door is centered on the opening with your light. You wanted light there. You don't have to do – the door doesn't have to be a single light or glass. The door could be a solid door, raised panel, whatever. And then you have your sandblasted glass to the right and the left – Look, the glass could be nine inches on both sides. It could be 13 inches on both sides, whatever, whatever that center door is. Because I'm looking at I'm looking at five feet here. But even if it's a little under five feet, you get the whole unit made. The whole unit is made, swung, you know, good hardware, good hinges, you know, maybe even pocket hardware, whatever, good system. And then you just install the whole unit and you have this great looking front door, which is centered now. Now there's, you don't have to go to one side or the other. The door will be in the center. You'll have your frosted glass on the right and the left. That'll let the light in. It'll give your front of your house a whole new look. It ain't going to be free, but it'll be the best money you ever spent. Stromer. Yeah, it'll, it'll be, I 100% agree. It'll be about 35 to five grand do it. It's worth it. By the time you futz around with having another door made or cutting out the recessed panels and putting glass in, whatever, it's going to look jinky and probably cost you more in time anyway. So just go, go with Adam's recommendation. All right. And now I don't know, Gary, if they make a standard three-foot center door with one-foot center lights right and left. It's not really a Home Depot item, but... No, no, but any of the, you know, like door manufacturers have the ability to make any of this stuff. Oh, they'll make anything you want, any size you want. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you can... uh, And you can order... It's going to be six to 12 weeks now because of quote-unquote supply chain issues, but... You know, like TM Cobb or any of those guys will have a yeah. million choices that'll look beautiful. I wouldn't suggest this one, but it, they, they come up pretty quick if you Google them. And I will say this is exactly what you're describing is exactly what my parents have at their home. And it's beautiful. It, yeah. It works. Yeah. yeah it's uh, I don't know if we're looking at a five footer, but it looks like we're looking at a 36 inch door with a foot of light on each side. And that'll that'll pencil and there, out. And about there's five. some, you know. To your point, there's something about the swing of a door when it's heavy and weighty and got some substance to it that makes your your home feel better going in and out of. Don't don't cheap out there. It's also nice to be centered in the opening. All right, Stromer, you got some business over there? Yes, sir. You've looked at your businesses hiring from every angle, but there's something you feel like you're missing. In your core, you know, it could be faster. Well, you're right. You need, indeed, the hiring platform to attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites. Indeed has time-saving tools like instant match, assessments, and virtual interviews. Now, with virtual interviews, you can message, schedule, and interview top talent seamlessly all in one place. No need to install anything extra. It works from your browser. Indeed's reliability assessment predicts candidates' punctuality and work attendance. Gary? 
That's right. Sign up for Indeed right now and get a $75 credit towards your first sponsored job. Plus, earn up to $500 in extra sponsored job credits with Indeed's virtual interviews. Visit Indeed.com slash ACE to learn more. Claim your credits at Indeed.com slash ACE. I-N-D-E-E-D dot com slash A-C-E. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right. Let's see. We got another vid question, Gary. I'm very satisfied with my last answer, by the way. I am too. And I, was I also am too. I, I, very I gotta tell satisfied. you, and what we, didn't, what we didn't say is a more substantial door can keep the Jehovah's Witnesses out a that's, lot better. That's implied. But Between yes. the help that you gave to Larry and that, that <laughs> door suggestion, I mean, you're just on fire today. Isn't I you? am. Um, all right. Let's see here. I'm going to put this uh, video up. And we will read his message first. My name is Nathan from Austin, Texas, and I'm about to put my house up for sale. And my dog decided she wanted to chew some trim. How easy or difficult is this repair? How should I go about doing it? And here's his video. Good morning. Get it on. What I've got going on here is my pit bull decided she wanted to fuck up a little trim before I put the house up for sale. And I was wanting to know how easy would it be for someone with zero knowledge to get this done? This is just a piece of trim on a sliding glass door one by here on three. the house. Just want to get your opinion on how easy might that be to repair, and should I get a regular guy to do it, or should <laughs> I get it done professionally before I put it up for sale? Regular guy. Get it on. Thanks, All right. Uh, it's the trim. It's one by three. It's the bottom. It looked like solid wood. I, I couldn't tell from the vid whether it was some sort of composite something i i am not a fan of splicing in a piece it just it never sits right you always see the seam you know i think there's some wisdom that says you know just get a box cutting saw and make a butt cut and just splice in eight inches of trim at the bottom the problem is is when you nail the trim in it doesn't sit right it propellers a little, the seams fucked up. It's just, it's just shit. He's selling the house. I would go to the big box store. I would get some of that two part epoxy wood filler, you know, the kind of stuff you could build up a little as a little putty. Yeah. Does JB Weld make uh, like, like Bondo? Yeah. You're talking about Bondo? Yeah, it's got a two-part product. I've, I used it before. That's All right, yeah, great. yeah. Go to JB Weld. Use use yeah. like a two-part epoxy. Uh, you know, mix it up like peanut butter, and put it on with one of those automotive Bondo spreader spatulas, the weird beige flexi spatula. Yeah. I mean, you could use a throwaway spackle knife, like one of those white forty cents. You know, forty cent or you know get one of those put it on and put it on a little proud a little healthy make sure there's enough there then block sand it i i I wouldn't take an orbital sander god knows don't take a belt sander don't take something to it it'll it'll dig it up it'll fuck it up take a block and like just block sand it square you know what I mean? Just just block it, prime it, and paint it. Or you can just prime it and paint it the way it is right now and have it just stop winking at people. That's what I would do. I don't think you'll notice the rounded edges 
you know, because it looked to me to be a slider back door, and I don't think anyone's going to care or notice it if it's painted. So paint it up and walk away, you know, kind of deburr it. Go get the block sander out and kind of block sand it as it is now. Just try to clean up some of the edges a little bit on it. And then prime it and paint it or even just prime it. But if you wanted to do, look, if you wanted to do it right, you'd, you'd pull off the entire piece and replace it. But I think my jb weld you know two-part build it up and block sand it if you're going to stay in the home would kind of be the way to do it but but you you got to finesse it a little bit it'll show once you paint it if you have some air bubbles in it or something like some low spots in it or something like that but it's 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 pretty doable Um, maybe feed the feed the dog Mm -hmm. Uh, good let me tell you about J.B. Weld, world's strongest bond. The brand DIYers and pros have trusted for over 50 years. Well, I'm just telling you, use your J.B. Weld. They have epoxies. They have super glues. They have putty sticks. Whatever. They got J.B. Weld for it. And you can put together metal, wood, plastics, glass, ceramics, trim that your uh, pit bull chewed. You can keep it in your kitchen drawer, your toolbox, craft supplies. Don't throw stuff away. Fix it with J.B. Weld, also the proud owner of Herculiner, the original DIY truck bed liner. If you're looking for the world's strongest truck bed liner, Herculiner, well, they got you covered. So you can get J.B. Weld just about anywhere. JBWeld.com, Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, AutoZone, Advanced Auto Parts, O'Reilly, Amazon, Michaels, and more. And, of course, J.B. Weld is proudly made in the U.S. of A. As you said, don't throw stuff out, fix it. The number of plastic dinosaurs I have saved from the landfill, mm, J.B. Weld. That's they, right. The leg breaks off, and then you screw it. You get back on there with one of those two-part plastic things. It's never coming off again. And this is the satisfaction in doing oh, yeah, that. To be able to hand it back to my kid and be like, look, I fixed your dino. He loves it. Thinks I'm actually good at stuff. All right. Well, that'll be his little secret. You can do uh, live. (laughs) He'll take that one to the grave. Live podcast, unprepared and uh, stand up coming up uh, 24th, 25th, Denver Comedy Works South. I'll be coming out to you. Sonny's coming with me. He'll be working the merch table. He's making, he's making that money. He's making that merch money. So you can go to, go to amcrawl.com. My new book, Everything Reminds Me of Something. That's coming out July 19th. So you can pre-order it. Just click through our banner at adamcarolla.com. And until next time, Adam Carolla for Eric Stromer saying mahalo. Subscribe on iTunes or visit aceontheroof.com. is Corolla Digital. Would you love to save some money on your insurance? Of course you would. And who doesn't love a deal? When it comes to great rates on insurance for everything, Geico can help. Insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, RV, even your homeowners, condo, or renter's insurance. They are all covered with Geico. Save even more with special discounts when you bundle coverages together. Plus, they have an easy-to-use GEICO mobile app and 24-7 roadside assistance, so it's easy to switch to GEICO. It's a no-brainer. Switch today and see just how much you could save at GEICO.com. Go there and get a rate quote. 
or contact a local agent.